0: We know that when we celebrate uh, the church, when we celebrate the anniversary of a congregation, that in truth, that congregation has already been standing on the shoulders of the many, many, many who have gone before us faithfully following our Lord Jesus Christ. We call ourselves an apostolic church Because what we are meaning by that is that we are following those who follow Jesus. Those who learn from Jesus and were commissioned by Jesus to be the church in the world are our ancestors. And we follow in their faithfulness, seeking to continue to find ways for God to do that monumental work in and through us this very day. There have been other times in history, like the times we have faced recently. Uh, In many ways, this is new, but in other ways, there have always been hardships in, in the world and in the life of God's people, and yet God has remained faithful, and so we know and trust and count on the fact that God will remain faithful to us and through us as we continue forward as a church, and as a place of disciple-making. I referenced earlier this reading of the the handing off from Elijah to Elisha, uh, and the fact that, that God continues His work through generations. God did not complete His work through any one person, but rather He intends to continue that work through the generations. Every parent and grandparent is fully aware of our desire to extend the goodness of God into the next generations and through those next generations to the ones that follow. We continue to be committed to our youth and young people. We continue to be blessed richly by the youth and the young people who are here today sharing God's love with their smiles and doing all sorts of things to help us out as the youth did this last week at Vacation Bible School. We are grateful for how God shares his love and the gospel uh, through them. We're also mindful That the work of the church is a challenge. When Jesus first went out and found uh, those fishermen along with others, he invited them to come and follow. And always, when the call to come and follow is heard, it means something has to be left behind. It's a calling to a life of priorities where we recognize the call of God in our lives as being a higher calling than some of the other things that we're doing at the time. And very often, when we make those decisions, they are difficult. We, like some of the disciples, like Elisha, we need to kind of go back to the people we're working with at the time and say, thank you, and God be with you, As I move on to this next chapter in my life, those are never easy words. Those are never easy separations. I say that because I believe with all my heart that each one of us as believers is blessed with a gift by the Holy Spirit and called to serve God in our lives. And one of our highest callings is to discern what that call is. As a people of God, very often the clarity for the call to each of us as individuals comes through the family of God around us who say to us what they see in us that God can do through us. And in part, we discern the will of God for our lives through those who love us and are also committed to to God working through their lives. That's a part of our calling. Jesus said to his disciples, as he was, in a sense, handing off the church to them, as Jesus was about to go to the Father, as he was about to be ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of God, he said to his disciples, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them and teaching them all that I've commanded you. He handed off the mantle of the gospel to his followers, and he does that yet today. He also did it by giving us a command, and this is something that is critically important for us as a church to remember in the context of our culture this very day, where often when people get what they want or don't get what they want, they seem to respond with violence, celebrations of destruction. There's a... An argument that has been able to go deeper and become more caustic in the midst of differences in our community. And so I remind you, especially when you're talking with people who disagree with you, that we do so following the greatest commandment. A loving the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind and strength and loving our neighbor as ourselves. It's not just doing the right thing that we're called to do. It's not just saying the right thing and communicating the heart of the gospel. It's also saying it the right way in the right time with the right attitude and tone. And that is a much higher calling. Uh, Gentlemen, I don't know if any of you are like me, but um, God has put into my life a spouse who has been called upon on many, many occasions over the entire 30 plus years of our being together uh, that my tone is not always appropriate. (laughs) I'm starting to think, I'm starting to think, That the church needs more of those reminders. That how we say what we say about God is almost as important as what we say. And sometimes creates the opening for those who are hearing to be able to truly hear and understand the goodness and love of God. The truth is this call to discipleship, this call to love of neighbor has indeed been in the heart of St. Timothy's from its beginning days. Now, I haven't known all of the pastors of St. Timothy's, but I certainly knew Pastor Gordon Selbo and Pastor Dan Selbo. And I know that each of them had an incredible heart for Jesus and a heart for following Jesus in the Great Commission and according to the Great Commandment. So this This calling that is upon us as a people of God as we move forward from this 60th year in many ways is consistent with the same heart we've always had. It's it's taking forth the same calling, the same work of God in the world around us. As a matter of fact, back in 2010, I learned in the congregational profile that I read when a few years ago you put that congregational profile out on the Internet, Pastor Selbo, Dan Selbo, uh, did an intentional shift to focus even more deeply on discipleship, uh, as the foundation for who we are as a church. I believe that that God intends to continue that same emphasis. But I also want you to understand what exactly that means. And it means a couple of things, and among them is this you are a disciple whose life demonstrates being a disciple to those who are not yet disciples, meaning God intends to work through you. I also want to acknowledge that some of you have not yet recognized how that's going to happen. Some of you have not yet seen the gift of God in you so that you can go, yes, I have this gift from God, and I am called to this kind of ministry in His name. And so I say to you, talk to your brothers and sisters in Christ. Ask them what they see in you that God has placed there to His glory and honor. And I want to remind you something else. This is... St. Timothy's Lutheran Church. Meaning, we're a church that is named after St. Timothy. I know, that was brilliant. I I know, I'm sorry. I know that most of you hadn't realized that yet. But but St. Timothy was Timothy who was a disciple, if you will, under Paul. Paul mentored Timothy up to become a leader in the church. And when we see the letters of St. Timothy, they are written to Timothy in Ephesus, where Paul is continuing to support and encourage and guide him as he leads the church in that very difficult mission field. Ephesus, how many of you have been to Ephesus? A few of you. Ephesus was a place of, of many deep thinking philosophies that were secular in nature. Ephesus was also a place of many idols to be worshipped. And so they weren't particularly interested in hearing about one true God. And yet Paul writes Timothy and encourages him to continue to be a leader in that church. And like many of the letters, other letters in the New Testament, he also tells Timothy to teach no other doctrine, to remain true to the faith, to not be led astray by the culture and the ethos of that community in Ephesus. The other thing I know of Gordon and Dan Selbo as pastors is that they were both deeply committed to staying true to the Word of God. They were both committed not to allow themselves to drift into the, the latest and greatest things. And for that, and what I said before about being deeply committed to following Jesus, it is an incredible honor uh, to serve uh, here at St. Timothy's, to continue the legacy That has been at the heart of this congregation for many years. However, it's hard in this valley to stay true to the truth of God's word. There are many and many even other churches who would call us to compromise that truth. To call us to to be more uh, uh, open, to be more inviting of other people by by changing or, or dialing down what we believe rather than staying true to it. But that's not who St. Timothy's has been. That is not who St. Timothy's is. We will continue to teach the truth in love. And we pray that our tone, we pray that our character, we pray that our friendships will open the door for that truth to be heard in the loving way God intends to send it. We're not going to pay attention to those other tangents that may be happening in the world around us. We're going to stay true to the faith. Yet, as you saw in the pictures, God, over the years has been a lot of changes at St. Timothy's. I mean, every few years, you're building a new building. Every few years, you're buying another piece of property. Every few years, you're adding another staff person. All in efforts to continue to reach more and more people with the good news of the gospel. And we're going to continue to look for ways in which God calls us to do that. One of those ways, again, this is going to kind of be a repeated theme this morning if you haven't already picked it up, is through you we believe that the holy spirit is at work in you you may recognize that as a very new work or you may recognize that as something that has been churning in you for years and years the work of saint timothy's does not primarily happen here in the buildings or even out in the front lawn in the dunk tank. (laughs) It happens first and foremost in our homes, and then in the community where we live and work as we have an opportunity to demonstrate the goodness, the grace, the love, and the truth of God in our relationships. And so there's this calling As we look at what Paul said to Timothy, there's this calling for us to deepen relationships, to understand that the reason we stand on the truth is both because of and for the purpose of loving one another more fully. It's not just to be right. It's not just to be correct. It's not to win the argument. It's to maintain the truth of love and goodness that God demonstrates, and the sorrow that comes when you turn away from God's intention for His people, for His creation. We've heard this phrase numerous times over the last few years. That is a calling for us to know the Father, to grow as disciples of Jesus, and go with the Spirit. As I've already indicated, a part of what it means to go with the Spirit is to live out of the gifts that the Spirit works in us. It also means to keep pace with that Spirit, not to run out ahead of Him and not to run behind Him, but rather to be in step with what the Spirit is doing in the midst of the congregation and the community in and through our lives. If we don't continue to grow in our own allegiance to Jesus, it will begin to weaken. If we don't continue to seek to grow in our knowledge of God, other ideas will begin to seep their way in. And not to badmouth the seminaries, but um, I remember so clearly as I journeyed through seminary, and I, I'm I'm going to admit this. Don't don't stone me or anything. Um, There were times in the midst of my seminary studies that my personal devotional life waned a bit. And it was always interesting that when they came back, usually because I was struggling in some way or another, um, there seemed to be a corrective in the Word of God from the classes that I was being taught. In the classes I was being taught, I would be taught ideals. I would be taught theologies in their, in their purity. And then when I would read the Bible, it says, Well, don't go off the cliff too far in that direction. You've got to stay rooted in the Word of God. And so if there are any among you, which I doubt, but if there are any among you that thought you learned everything you needed to learn in Sunday school and confirmation, and you haven't taken a Bible study since then, you've probably drifted a bit. It's good to be rooted in the Word of God, especially in this time of pandemic, in this time of social upheaval. I ask you, I, I pray, I, I urge you, please continue to find ways to get your eyes on the Scripture. Continue to find ways for God to speak His truth into your life through His Word. Our daily Bible reading plan, and by the way, uh, we're right at the end of the first half of the year, and there are new bookmarks for the next quarter uh, that start on July 1st in the narthex, encourage you to continue to be in the Word of God and furthermore to be discussing that with one another so that your ideas can be rooted and cultivated by the ideas you share with one another because the second important thing that needs to happen now in the life of St. Timothy's is our fellowship must be renewed. Our relationships must be strengthened. Having gone through this COVID time of separation and distancing, there's still a number of us who are not back. Maybe you're watching on the internet. We need one another because God uses us to affirm and create opportunities for one another to serve and honor Him in our lives. As a congregation, we will not be able to do that which God calls us to do unless we allow God to do within us what He needs to do to prepare us. And a part of that is found in our love for one another. And then to continue, to continue this journey That all that we do, we do to the glory of God. Continue this journey with gratitude in our hearts for all that God has done. To give thanks to God for the work that he has done, for the work that he is doing, and for the work that he will do in the years to come. The foundation is solid here in this place, the, the current reality is that St. Timothy's is filled with gifted, deeply capable people of God. And that means that God has something richly in store for the years ahead as He sets us free to bring hope, to bring the truth of His Word, to bring the love of Christ to this community. It is good to be St. Timothy's Lutheran Church. It is good to be a people of God together in this community. I give you thanks. I give God thanks. Amen. Please stand as we sing about this truth. Oh, Master, let me walk with you.